Well, good morning again. It's wonderful to be together this morning, enjoying the singing. We, uh, we're going to open with a word of prayer, but we are continuing our series on if you want to walk on water, you've got to get out of the boat, right? And so uh, why don't we go ahead and pray uh, first to just get us started. Amen? Father, we, we come to you, Lord, at this point to, uh, to pray that your word will deeply and powerfully impact our hearts. Let your Holy Spirit work on us and in us each this morning. Father, I pray that I can be an instrument of your will, God, simply to, uh, to speak what you desire to be said, to come across in a way that, that, it, that is purely from you. And then where I am deficient, God, please uh, just work despite me. Father, we are so grateful for you. We come to you to hear your word this morning. Let us be moved by your spirit. We give thanks to you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 Well, the, uh, the title of this, I just titled it saying, Taking the Step of Faith. Matthew 14 is our, is our text where we're, we're going from. So if you've got a Bible, turn over there. At this point, some of us, maybe you've memorized this passage by now, but I still feel like it's so powerful. There's a reason that you can write an entire book and preach, you know, a dozen sermons from one scripture because it's God's word and it is incredibly powerful. And so where we're picking up is uh, what we've been talking about is this idea of if you want to walk on water... As Peter did, you've got to get out of the boat. And, and the, the concept is, is the battle that we all face between both fear and faith. And it's a daily battle that we all experience uh, to be disciples of Jesus, followers of Christ, and getting ourselves out of the boat. So we're going to go ahead and pick up in Matthew 14, verse 22. It says, Immediately... Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. And when evening came, he was there alone. But the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them. Walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost! They said and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me! And immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? When they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. And then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. 
And when we look at uh, we look at the scripture, as I've said, there's so much here. But really, the goal of this series, all in all, is to get us to a point where we are willing, not just willing, but able to to achieve victory by stepping out of the boat. And in the past we've talked about, I said, what is the boat? The boat is the place where you're most comfortable. It's the place where you find you're most, you're afraid and you run to security for, right? And that may be relationships, that may be certain jobs, that, that could be any number of things. And what we've established is, we're all really in, in one boat or another, right? Some of us are in the same one, we feel like. But ultimately... The idea is helping us to achieve a victory of stepping out on faith and and growing out of our own, what we would call a spiritual comfort zone, right? And so today what I want to talk about is, is the idea of growing in our faith, right? And I want to give us two practical ways to really begin growing. Those are, my, those are going to be what my main points are going to be about today, is how we can grow our faith. You know, in all of this, so point one, it's all about who you know. It's all about who you know. You know, in verse 31, what's interesting here is you get this idea that, that Peter's beginning to sink, right? And so you guys, can you, can you see it in your head where there's this storm... And Jesus just walked three and a half miles. It doesn't say it here. It says it in uh, John. But it's, he's just walked three and a half miles on water out on the lake, which is crazy. But he's, he's walked out there, and Peter actually goes and steps out and begins to walk on water with him, which, you know, I, I would think I'd want to, like, dance on the water while I could do it. But instead, what he's doing is he's, he's walking out, and then, you know, the storm that was going on never disappeared. But he got out of the boat, and then suddenly he, he forgets kind of who he's, he's working with here. And he begins to fear because these waves are still coming up and down. They're still crashing. You, you've got this violent storm going on. And he gets afraid, and he begins to sink. And so you, you can imagine what it's... You, you just start to sink. He yells out to Jesus, Save me! Jesus walks over and grabs him. It says, you know, he, it, I get the impression that Jesus grabbed him quickly and pulls him up. And I, and, and I said, what was that conversation like? I don't think it was this, you know, right next to the boat so everybody else can hear. You of little faith, why did you doubt? I think he probably grabbed him and asked him, he says, you of little faith, why, why did you doubt? You know, talking to him personally, wondering, and... And that's a powerful statement, because what I want to look at is this concept of, he goes, why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? You know, here, this is the challenge statement, the idea of, you know, you of little faith. The guy just walked on water. How much faith do I have if Peter just walked on water, right? That was a little faith. But really, what he's, uh, the thing I want to focus on, he says, why did you doubt? Well, my question is, is, what do you think he was doubting? Right? Do you think he was doubting the, the power of God? Because obviously Jesus just walked miles on this lake. So I don't, I don't necessarily think that. What I really think he was, I believe he's doubting. I believe he's doubting Jesus. 
He's doubting Jesus. Because, why do I say that? Because he, the power that, that came from Christ, that he, he's losing the perspective that it's, it's coming from Christ. He's, he's losing the faith. Jesus already allowed him to walk on water, but he, he began to doubt that Jesus would continue to sustain him. And, and he got stressed out, he got afraid, and he then begins to doubt. I really do believe that it's, it's the idea of less the power of God and more going, man, he forgot that it's Jesus he's relying on. That it was Jesus he was putting his faith in. And, and what's funny about that is I go, oh, well, Peter, come on, Peter, you know Jesus You've got to know Jesus better than most anyone. But Jesus, I mean, it takes time to get to know him, right? But it's, even he doubted, which encourages me in the times where I can doubt. But the thing that that comes up here is he goes, Peter, like so many of us, he got afraid and he got stressed out. And when he got afraid and stressed out, he started to doubt. How often does that happen to us? Right? How often do we really begin to doubt Jesus or forget, who, really to forget who we're trusting in when we start getting stressed out? Right? And that stress may come from any number of things. It may, it may come from imminent danger. It may come from financial hardship. It may come from the, the, some relationship, whether it's you know, your spouse or your best friend that you're in the middle of an argument with. And, and we get stressed out these things and we forget suddenly that Jesus is Lord. Does that make sense? You know, so I, I think about this idea of can you, can you be faithful? Can you have that level of trust? And uh, I had this thought on if you know someone, it's easier to trust them. Or if you know something, it's easier to trust them. And so uh, in 2005, I went on a backpacking trip to Yellowstone National Park. Beautiful place. I stayed, while there, I saw Old Faithful. Now, I don't know if everybody knows what Old Faithful is. Old Faithful is this geyser. And so it erupts hot water out. It'll, it'll shoot up anywhere from like 80 feet to 190 feet in the air. And it'll go off from, for, you know, 45 seconds to 5 minutes. I mean, it's, it's spectacular to see. But while there, I got to see it happen multiple times. And what they would do is they would post up. They said, oh, it happened this time for this long. Well, the next time it's going to happen is at this time. And, and sure enough, within a couple minutes, there, what they said was going to happen would happen. And I saw it happen multiple times. And then I also got pointed to a place where, oh, if you want to see all the past data on all the times it's gone off, it's right here. And so Old Faithful was really pretty darn faithful, Right? Now, the idea that it goes off every hour, anybody else heard the idea that it goes off every hour? Yeah. It doesn't actually go off every hour. It, it varies a little bit. Um, it goes off between 20 to 23 times a day, which, you know, you feel like that's pretty consistent. Uh, but that's, that's the idea. It's something that, to me, I've got faith in Old Faithful, right? I've got faith that it's going to go off. I, when they say it's going to show up, I believe it. I don't doubt it. And part of that is because I've spent time there. I've watched it happen. I've seen, I've experienced it. I've seen all the data there. But I had this thought. What if you came to me and said, 
I'm not really faithful about old faithful. I, I just really don't believe that it's going to show up. You know, what, well, what could I do? I could sit here and I could give you all of my experience. I could tell you what I saw. I could show you some data and all of that. And that may convince you. But if you really wanted to have faith, you would go and spend some time around Old Faithful. You would sit there. You'd watch it erupt. You'd see them put up the numbers and say, hey, it's going to go off at about this time. And you, within a couple minutes of that, it's going to go off. And you sit there for a while, you're going to get to know that Old Faithful is faithful. Because it's just going to show up. Right? The best way to grow in faith is by getting to know God. Getting to know God is going to be, getting to know who Jesus is, is the best way to get to know, to grow in faith. And so, in doing that, you know, the challenge, anybody ever felt this way where you, you, you come into a situation and you feel like, I wouldn't tell, let me put it this way, I wouldn't tell that person who didn't believe in Old Faithful, I wouldn't say, hey, you just need to try harder to believe. You just, need to, you just need to work harder to have more faith, right? I wouldn't tell them that. I'd say, hey, go spend some time, right? Any of us ever felt like, ah, oh, I just need to work harder to have more faith in the situation we're in? Yeah. And the reality is, is it's not about going and saying, I need to spend, I need to just work harder. I need to just believe more. It's going, well, what you really need is to know Jesus. Get to know Him. And spending that time. And, and through that, you're really going to see and have faith. Your faith is going to grow in Jesus. It can't help. And the type of faith, really, I'm talking about, it's trust. You're growing in your trust that when Jesus says He's going to show up, He's going to show up. Right? And so, in the same way with Jesus, so spending time... With Jesus, how can you spend time with Jesus? I'd say spending time in your Bibles. Reading your Bible regularly. Getting to know Jesus. God's Word is going to teach you so much about God and about Jesus. Spending time in quality prayer is going to teach you a lot about Jesus. But really, I'd say a great way is by spending time obeying Jesus is going to really teach you a lot about the faithfulness of Jesus. In John 8, verse 31 and 32, he says, uh, to those who believed him, he says, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The concept that Jesus is saying, he says, hey, if you do this, then this. You guys following me? He says, if you pray and you ask it in my name, it will be yours. Right? He, Jesus says, you will do greater things than even I have done. Right? Do you believe that? Do, are, are we taking steps to obey that? Right? Because the truth is there. But as Jesus said, he says, if you follow my teachings, you're really my disciples. Right? Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. If then is so common... In our relationship with God. One of the best ways we can know God's trustworthiness is by risking to obey Him. When you risk obedience, 
You will grow in your, your faith in God because you know that He's trustworthy. If you want more faith, walk. Take a step. So that's actually my second point. The title of my second point is this. Take a step of faith. Take a step of faith. You know, Peter took an obedient step when he said, command me to come to you. And Jesus says, come. And he gets out of the boat. That was, a, that was an extreme act of obedience right there. Right? Who, who in here has ever walked on water? Right? I, if you are, you're going to have to tell me that story later. But, you know, you look at this. Who has ever done that? That's extreme faith right there. To be able to walk on water. But that was an extreme act of obedience to believe that Jesus is going to make it happen. Right? And for us, I'm sure we're not there yet. I'm, I mean, I'd be fired up. Jesus told me to walk. I'd probably try it. Um, I know how to swim, so I'm not too worried about that. But, you know, when we look at how Peter did it, he stepped out. But I want to look at a couple other people who took, who at least took a step of faith, believing Jesus at his word. That it, that it was true. Turn over to Luke 17. <clears throat> you with me? So in Luke 17, verse 11. I'm going to read 11 through 19. Jesus has been preaching. So we'll pick up here in verse 11. It says, Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. And as he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. And they stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus! Master, have pity on us! Can you guys hear the loud voice? He says, when he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. You know, when we look at this, <clears throat> Jesus healed all ten of these lepers. Now, there's a, this, is a, this is a great scripture. There's so much, as any scripture, that I could preach from this. But one of the things you can look at in here is these men, they're lepers. They're actually, they've got a, when they go into a public place, they've got a scream that they're unclean. They've got to yell and yelling, unclean, unclean, unclean. And they've got to stay at a distance from anybody who is clean. <clears throat> so that's part of why they're standing at a distance, yelling to Jesus. And, and he's telling them, go. Go, go to the priests. And, <clears throat> excuse me. So, in this though, when... In the Jewish culture, the Jewish tradition, what they would have to do if they had a skin disease is that they would have to go and present themselves. There was some, a little bit of ceremony that they had to obey. But they had to present themselves to the priest. 
And the Jewish priests would tell them whether or not they'd been cleansed and, and were, were healed, right? And it was, it was according to that. But, so when he tells them to go, go show yourself to the priest, that's why he says that. But what's really interesting here is he says, and as they went, they were cleansed. As they went, they were cleansed. Thank you very much. You know, in here, what you see is a step of faith. How these men have been, who knows how long they've been unclean, but they've, they've had this condition in their lives. And they're walking around. Can you imagine the amount of faith and fear you might have had to go, hey, go show yourself to the priest and going, but will we really be clean? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the doubt that would be there? To go, am I really... He didn't do anything. Wow. He didn't touch me. He didn't anoint me. He didn't, he didn't do anything to me. He just told me to go and present myself. There was nothing extravagant, nothing spectacular done. Jesus just said, go. And, but it was at the word of Jesus. They took, they took him for what he said. And they turned and went to present themselves. And, it says, and as they went, they were cleansed. They took that, that step of faith to obey Jesus. And then they were healed. But taking a step of faith can be a really scary thing. That scene, I remember the first time I saw that as a kid, I was like, whoa, that was so cool, you know? Um, I'm sure many of you saw that before I did. But, uh, you know, the, the idea there, though, is Indiana Jones, Indy's there, he had to go through these different trials and their challenges of faith. Uh, can you turn those up a little bit more for me? Thank you. Um, and so... He, he had to go through these challenges of faith, but he gets to this leap of faith section. Right? He gets to this point where he's got to get to the other side. And he doesn't know how. It, it doesn't make any conceivable sense how he's supposed to do it. But what he's got to do is he has to have faith that, that the power, that, that the ability, that something is going to be done... 
that's going to get him there that may not necessarily make sense to him. Right? That's faith. And what he ends up doing is he steps out onto this bridge and it's, it's invisible to him. They do the side scope and you can kind of see that it's there. But even as he's walking on it, it still makes no sense. But something has already been prepared that's, that's holding him up. As he, he's walking by faith. But he had to take a single step before he could even, it could be proved to him that the power was there. Right? And I, I think for many of us, I, I, can, I can relate to this because we're afraid to take a step, oftentimes. We're afraid to really step out. But it, because it makes no sense. It makes no sense. If it makes sense to you, then it's probably not much of a step of faith, right? If, if you're not going, this is certainly by the power of God, then it's something that you're probably going, well, this is pretty good human effort, right? And, and fear often accompanies faith, as we said, but faith will overcome the fear. I, uh, I look at this and I go, this is, this is one of those aspects I can relate to. But what I, I want to challenge all of us to do this week, give it a challenge for this week. Ask yourself, ask yourself this question. All right. Wake up in the morning and ask yourself this question. It says, what will I do today that I could not accomplish apart from God? Like make a decision to go, I'm going to take a step of faith. Now, what would that look like? That may be asking someone to study the Bible with you, right? That, that may be asking someone to go, hey, let's, let's dig into Scripture together. It may be talking to somebody who doesn't know anything about your faith, talking to them. That may be a serious step of faith for you, because the fear that's there goes, they're going to reject me. They're going to reject me. But you don't know what God has already been building that you can't see, right? And even if they say no, your victory is not that they said yes or no. It's that you took a step of faith. Does that make sense? So for all of us, our goal should not be to go, oh, I'm going to achieve this goal. It's going to be, I'm going to step by faith. And taking a single step of faith. I want to do that this week. I'm going to try really hard to ask myself this question. Alright? And, and you know what would encourage me? Church, you talk to me. Ask me. What are you going to try to do today that you could not accomplish without God? Please ask me. But I'm also going to ask you back. Alright? But please ask me. Because I want to I want to try to walk by more faith every day, as I'm sure many of us do. Right. I'm sure. Many of us want to do that. And this idea, though, by doing this, see, what we're going to do is we're going to expand our spiritual comfort zone. See, we, we end up here. We have our our original spiritual comfort zone. Maybe this is where some of us are at. Right. But when you take a step of faith, like, let's say you go and you talk to that person about your faith and you. You, maybe that's, that's your step of faith, right? You're, you're 
comfort zone grows a little bit more, right? It grows a little bit more. Maybe you have that hard conversation with somebody, not sure if they're really going to repent or respond in a good way, right? But by doing that, you're taking another step of faith. And your spiritual comfort zone is going to grow a little bit more. Maybe, maybe it's going, hey, I don't, I appreciate what David actually was sharing. He's like, I went to every Bible talk and our devotionals and all of this. I would have been thinking, I don't have money to buy food. I need to work more. I'm just being real. Uh, I would think that, I, I was like, tell me more, David. Tell me more stories. What, is, what happened? People bringing you food, like birds flying out of the air, dropping off meals for you? I, what's going on? But, you know, God, God will do those things. I've prayed at least one similar prayer where that happened. I was like, God, feed me today and let me find a person who wants to study the Bible. met this guy. He, he's like, hey, why don't you come over to my house and, and I'll make food. And we like went over to his house and hung out. You know, we met once or twice. And, and he was open to studying the Bible. But I prayed and got answered. Yeah. It was crazy how that situation worked out. But I felt like, wow, God really answered this prayer. I think I got scared, though. I saw the winds and the waves. I saw maybe how hard it was going to be to convert this guy. He was involved in this fraternity. You know, he was a rich, he was a rich kid. Um, and I think I got a little intimidated, a lot like Peter did. And I, I, I feel like I let myself sink, right? And I didn't quite follow up with the kid. Now, who knows what exactly would have happened? I know the first step, I took a step of faith. That built my faith. I do look back and go, I wanted to trust Jesus more that God was going to continue to work. None of us will ever look back at the end of our lives going, no, I definitely trusted Jesus enough. I always will want to, I will always want to have more faith. But here, you look at this idea and you take a step and you take a step and you take a step and eventually you're going to end up with a much bigger spiritual comfort zone than you previously had. But what it takes is one step at a time. And so the question is this week, can you take a step? Not just can you, will you take a step, church? Will you take a step? I want to call all of you to do it. Take a step. Step out on your faith. If you're, you're here visiting with us, I want to encourage you. We, we are a great church. We love digging into the scriptures and studying the Bible with people. We love to study the Bible with people. Please, ask us to study the Bible. It's, it encourages our faith. It will encourage your faith. I promise. Let's do it and, and let's take steps of faith together. To see the incredible way that God's going to be working. But for all of us, I think, expand your spiritual comfort zone. Let's get out of that comfort. Let's be uncomfortable. Right? And that may bring some sweat to your brow. But let's walk by faith. Because who knows what we're going to be able to see. The miracles God is going to do. So, ask yourself this question. I'm serious. Asking, what will I do today that I could not accomplish apart from God? And I want to give you another challenge if you're willing to accept it. Pick something to pray for for the next 90 days and pray for it fervently for 90 days and see if God does not bring a miracle. Right? Pray for it fervently for 90 days and see what happens.
All of this is to encourage us to step out of our comfort zone. Let's see what God is going to do. Let's see the miracles that are going to happen. Let's be a part of walking on the water and getting out of the boat. Amen? Amen. Amen.